Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You are listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. Hi, this is Normie from Knuckleballer Radio and ZombieCast, and you're listening to one of my favorite shows on the Geeky Antics Network. Don't forget to check out the rest of the gang over at geekyantics.net. Warning, there might be rants and food ahead and possibly inappropriate behavior. Don't tell anybody, though. Ninjas, robots, and who else listening to this damn show? Basically everybody else. It's Horseplay Live. Today is Thursday, September 22, 2016. Episode 145. Titled Fantasy Football Week 3, Fall TV Kickoff, and Xbox Community Gaming. Super Duo Special Customer. But before we get into all that fun ahead, I can't think nor read nor talk today. Obi's been drinking a little bit. It's okay. Before we get into all that good shenanigans ahead, I'm joined by the one, the only, everybody you all know him, the filthy, hardcore casual that he is, the man behind the scenes of geekyantics.net, Yogizilla. What's up, dude? Yo, what's up? What is going on? Fun fact, anything in parentheses is usually uh, stage notes, side notes. Shut up. You know, uh... Coaching <laughs> items, you know, not to be read verbatim. I can imagine actually says <laughs> super duper special customized intro here. Got it. <laughs> that, that's so you know you, you can do your ad lib bits. You know, okay. yeah, imagine yeah, like yeah, an yeah, actor yeah. just like auditioning for a role and they read the script and they're like, uh, the man enters the scene looking disheveled. <laughs> It's like, ah, uh, you're not supposed to read that part. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Let me try again. Uh, no, we'll call you. Yeah, no, we have a IQ level, and it's higher than 10, sorry. <laughs> right, true, true. And, of course, we have another uh, interesting person, to say the least. Interesting. Uh, our third our third co-host for tonight, because he's been on more than once, so he's not a guest anymore. The one, the only... T.S.E. Blades, a.k.a. Fatal Blades. What's up, dude? Uh, not much. How is everybody? Pretty, Pretty good. Pretty good. How Pretty about good. yourself? 
Hi, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm busy, busy and active, getting a lot of stuff in order. Yes, I can say this. Son of a, I'm gonna say this. Some bitch has been running ragged. Play Raggedy Ann, maybe? Yeah, you want to know what I did, dude? Oh, wow. Yeah, I started recording, and it shut down because it was over. It was overloaded for some reason. So the first little intro right there, the music, everything wasn't recorded. Sorry. That's all right. I got you covered. <laughs> okay. What's the, well, what's the scenario I go and stitch together? As you seen last week, I'm making sure I get my 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 end up. Like you have it before you get up or before you go to bed be after the show so yeah that's a, and that's a good psa for our fellow uh, podcasters out there or even people that make videos if you have multiple people mm-hmm. contributing uh try to have more than one recording because you never know someone will get disconnected and the recording will get corrupted or other shenanigans you know forgot yeah. to hit mishaps record. like i just happened forgot <laughs> to hit record so yeah that happens a lot more than you think <laughs> Definitely. So, what's um? Let, let me know a little bit about what you guys been doing tonight. What's cool or this week, Yogi? What do you what have you been doing up to this week, man? Well, I first want to keep the the hype train going with Extra Life. Uh, we're getting together some promotional materials with that. Uh, we rolled out some of the first few ones. Uh, and mm-hmm. again, these are not uh, they do not represent any kind of uh, sponsorship or partnership. But like you know, we're doing a lot of taking a lot of fan art and then like overlaying a, a call to action. You know, like, we have uh, one where it's, like, Ash versus Evil Dead. It's like, you could be a hero, too. And actually, I want to change it to Groovy. That makes a, a lot of sense. And I, and that's what I meant to do, but I was, like, it derped. But, yeah, we're going to do stuff like that. Just kind of little fun things to share to make it easy to, to share with your friends, you know. And uh, spread the word. So, you know, we want to get the hype going as much as possible so people can start thinking about donating now and then put the money aside. You know, five, ten bucks. If that's all you could do, that's, that's better than nothing. And then uh, we're also uh, going to be approaching brands. Um, I'm putting it together the plan. You know, it's going to be launching soon. So that there's going to be different uh, incentives at different levels. So I'm thinking things like uh, there's going to be a really sexy uh, brand page with all the people sponsoring us for Extra Life. There's going to be, uh, you know, a, a nice little, like, uh, like an animated GIF on the overlay when we're streaming. Uh, other stuff like that. A lot of people do like radio, you know, podcast uh, shout outs, you know, bumpers, right. all that kind of stuff. So, really excited again. All the information, geekyheads.net for says extra life over there. Definitely. Ginger, who are you talking? Uh, Ginger Ale. Uh, all three of us, or, or what? I know I'm not, we want, I'm not going to be able to go net this year, but I probably will be going next year. Um, I know Yogi's not. <laughs> hey, how did you know? And because you told me. Yeah, that's true. Or maybe I mean, I, I was just invited, just... but I, just, I can't do it. We got too much stuff going on right now to really hit the convention circuit the way we, we have in the past. So yeah, we're, we're, we're hopefully going to be having some other things in order um, to where certain people that are affiliated with us will want to go. Is that safe enough to say? Yeah, somewhere in there. You guys, you, yeah, yeah. Next year, we'll probably be, we'll probably be going, hopefully. Yeah, but if I do it, I want to do it big, like a lot of from the community going, mm-hmm. the team going, rep- represent the gang, you know, in a way. Well, you, well, right. Well, and it won't be, uh, it won't be like, uh, um, it won't be something like I'll be representing me. It'll, it'll be, I'll be representing a, the team, the, the org. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll be fun. <laughs> I guarantee it. Okay. We'll take a swap. 
Yeah, definitely. Get some swag. Get some swag. Let us know. Like, um, write a write a little thing in Geeky Antics, letting us know how your day was. You got any pictures? Post them. Blah blah blah. Um, because we we'd love to know, especially from one of the fellow geeks. You know, like you are. Yeah. Um, we'd love to know because just because. Fatal, what have you been doing this week, man? All the things. Uh, so just a lot of heavy focus uh, towards org. Obviously, streaming, prepping for raids in World of Warcraft, been raiding. Um, ah, geez, let's see. I'd, uh, <laughs> yeah, lots of housework. Uh, focusing on trying to get a new hobby. As we know, I like to learn new things every 30 days. And uh, so, picked up a new hobby. Uh, it's actually it's pretty cool. There's uh, speed competitions for lock picking. And so I'm kind of getting into that. I'm getting a, uh, a starter set and some practice locks to kind of work on. Preparation. Uh, uh, that'd be awesome, though. <laughs> Interactive lock picking in Bioshock. Yeah. The best interactivity since Guitar Hero. Well, I mean, sadly, I don't think uh, we'll have a uh, Bioshock game ever again, but... Oh. Yeah, because uh, Ken Levine, uh, I think he was recently interviewed, he talked about how he wrestles with anxiety and depression, and he wants to leave it at a, at a peak that it, that it was, you know, not risk re- ruining the franchise or whatever. It's like, oh, oh, it was a big, yeah. re- big reveal kind of thing. I mean, you know, Bioshock Infinite was kind of a close call. It got some pretty mixed reviews, <laughs> and then people warmed up to it. But yeah, I think the only problem I, with I Infinite... Infinite had fun gameplay, like some nice, cool things in there. But when it came out to the gunplay, um, the no that, multiple ending, no multiple endings. Uh, the the gunplay was kind of weak. You know, there weren't really ep- the epic battles. You, there was a, a few, a handful of them. The level of design was amazing, though. Like that, that world was amazing. It just uh, it was lacking some of the magic. Like, but people still like it better than Bioshock Two, which I like Bioshock Two. People were really hard in that one. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, the multiplayer didn't like the single player though. I actually liked like it still has probably one of my one of my top five moments from a Bioshock game, which is when you see the world through the eyes of the little sister. Yeah, and you see everything that's kind of happening. I think that's pretty pretty awesome. Well, also, I, I liked the sing- the multiplayer because it, it was it was unique the way they set that up. You know. It was uh, an FPS without the gunplay, really. Like, it had the gunplay, but it, that wasn't the main thing. It was, like, the powers. But it, yeah. There's some different things there. It's just, it's just like uh, Dead Space 2. That multiplayer was was pretty unique, and I, st- I, st- I still think it's fun to go back to, if, you know, if it's still available. <laughs> yeah, like, if the servers are still up, you know. But, yeah, been been streaming. Did some stream. Uh, Going to be streaming more often, actually. It's about to start being a main focus for me. So that's going to be kind of fun. I'm going to try and move to about uh, four times a week for right now, starting out. Uh, still debating what days I want to put together for that, because some days will work, some days kind of won't. I want to get a general idea with things happening, what I'm going to be doing, you know. That'll be fun, though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm really psyched about uh Everything's coming back together. Everybody's kinda took, everybody kind of took a little break, and now everybody's kind of resurrecting. But by the way, shout out to Ginger Ale. I want to make sure we, we uh, spell her name out. It's Ginger with a three instead of an E underscore Ale. 
the longtime friend of the gang. And, uh, you know, she's, she's, she, she runs with our crew, but she's kind of doing her own thing like most everyone else is doing, so. And that's tough. It's tough to sync up, and I, and I understand that. We'll get there. We'll get there. But, uh, I also want to remind everybody that if you're an Xbox Live preview member, you could join our the Geeky Antics Network uh, group, the gaming club on there. Uh, the clubs, it's kind of buried in there. I'm surprised it's not its own app. But if you go into the community tab, just, you know, hit right bumper, like, once or twice. Trying to remember. You know, you'll go over to the community tab where your all the usual activity feeds, all that stuff is at. And then there'll be, like, a section for, for clubs. They can join the club. And it's a really nice way to see what everyone's been playing, what everybody's looking to play more of and kind of coordinate. Uh, without having to do all the usual shenanigans of tweeting people, texting people, Facebook. I mean, we'll still do that. We just, uh, matter of fact, we just relaunched one of our groups. And it used to be our group for Tom Clancy and a division. Just anything Tom Clancy and, and really any kind of tactical shooter. But now we just made it to a general gaming community to kind of encourage more people to post and set up game nights and stuff like that. So spread the word on that. If you look up Geeky Antics, uh, gaming community should come up. Um, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, you know, because I know we have the page, but the page is more for, like, news and, like, memes, yeah. and people, for but, some like, reason, are shy. <laughs> everybody likes gaming with friends. So, you know, make some friends, get gaming groups together. Like, that's that's the key, right? I mean, to me, at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing. Like, like I said, it, it, people are, like, for some reason, when it's a page, people see it as a professional thing, and they're less likely to comment. But with a group, everybody feels more involved. So that's something I would definitely urge everybody to join. I need to make a short link for it so it's easier to find. Uh, let me put a little new Facebook group. Mm. Make sure I don't forget. Geeky Antics Gaming Community. We'll, we'll pimp that out. So it's, you know... I want to get everybody else involved. So it's a simple opportunity. You see a, a meme that you like or a game that's a sale, you just post straight to the Facebook group. Because stuff that people are already sharing, and it's so easy. If you're already sharing it to your page, you just sh- reshare it to all the groups you're in, you know, and, and just do it like that, you know, and, and then it just keeps the conversation going, you know. So hopefully that, that, that'll create those kind of opportunities. The mobile app that we're talking about, that's still coming along. I had to push up the timetable. I was hoping to surprise you guys sooner than later, but, uh, you know, we're working on the stuff for Extra Life, and it's got to take priority right now, so we can get some sponsors signed up, some early donations, and firm up the team on that. And then, uh, you know, we're working on some other projects, too, to make sure the bills are paid, because there's a lot of overhead that people don't realize. Uh, it takes a lot to keep everything going, so that'll take priority, and then we'll get to the mobile app, launch that, and uh, that'll be another fun thing we can pimp out. And then that'll also integrate all the stuff we're doing on different social, social channels. And yes... Good question in the chat. Do we have a Discord? Yes, we do. And if you put bang Discord or exclamation mark Discord, you'll see the the, the Discord server as a permanent link, too. Let me make sure that's right. Yeah, both of those links should work. Yeah, come on in and join us. Hang out here. Lurk with us. And a few of us have our own personal Discords. You know, uh, I know Obi has one. Uh, Cupcake Envy has one. I think Morgana might have one too. She has yep. one. Yeah, I've lost I've lost track. <laughs> so I mean, there's a lot of them out there. So we'll we'll uh we'll spread the the love to everyone else too. I am getting like like everybody that's starting on like my my battle.net, my um my my Steam, everything because like you they can see like if if they can import friends from 
from everywhere to see if, you know, your friends have Discord because they're trying to make it to where everybody starts using Discord. Yeah. And, like, all my friends from Battle.net and Steam, are they, they're, like, I average probably one to two invites a day. Yeah, from all the Skype stuff. Religiously. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, I love Discord, but I have a feeling it's going to be like everything else where everyone's going to be like, oh, this is the bee's knees, and everybody's going to move over to it, and then they're going to start charging for a lot of the stuff. So I I have a feeling you're going to do that, too. I I honestly have a good feeling they're going to do that. Um, But it's going to be something to where you either pay for I mean, they're going to have a free version, I believe. I'm really thinking they're going to have a free version, so uh, they're going to keep that free version. Uh, it's just not going to be, like, as good. Like, you won't be able to, you know, however, you know, make ranks, or you won't be able to do this or that or this or that. And people are just going to go back to TeamSpeak. If they got to pay for it, they're going to go back to what they know and what they like. Yeah, I have a feeling that's the way it's going to be. But the vid- when they come out with video, that's going to be a game changer. And I see that being a good premium item. That's something that's worth paying a monthly or yearly fee for. Because Skype is just too much of a resource hog, and, you know, video's expensive. Video stream is a very expensive thing to maintain on the back end. So. Depending, depending, on, depending on how much it is and how good it works. I mean, if it works really, really well, uh, you know, if it's the equivalency, and hear me out when I say this, if it's, the, it's, if it's equivalent or better than what Skype is video-wise, which, then it's worth it to me. Because the only the reason... Well, yeah, but the only reason that we're using it Sorry, I gotta adjust my mic. Um, the only the only reason that we're using it is because, like, we use it because it's the only it's the only video service out there. Almost. I mean, you got Google Hangouts, you got other stuff, and all that other, <laughs> but you can't. <clears throat> it's if it, if it's any 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 way, shape, or form good at all, it's it's game on. Yeah. And there's other alternatives to Skype out there right now. It's just they're either janky or they're not really supported anymore. Or they have some weird, uh, you know, revenue model that's just cost prohibitive. So, yeah, and the other thing about that is interesting. Um, this is kind of a newsy item. I was listening to um, uh, John Oliver, you know, the show that he does on, is it HBO, I think? Yeah, HBO. He, he, he does a, a kind of Bill Maher type of show. Where he just kind of does headlines and then just uh, rants about it. Kind of like Obi on the Pody, you know. But it's like a half-hour show, but he packs a lot of content in there. And uh, one of the things he's talking about how, is how, like, we're in an age of entitlement and it's hurting the um, journalism, right? Because uh, newspapers have to sell out to people that, you know, turn the newspapers from something that's useful and informs the community to just, you know, cute puppies and people getting kicked in the balls because, you know, that's the clickbait, right? So it's just, it was it's just it's interesting because it impacts us because a lot of times, you know, we do we report things, you know, we're, we're a media outlet, as, you know, as well as a community. And a lot, the, the big thing that people talk about is, like, well, are you really a journalist? And I think that's an interesting thing. Like, all right, well... Can I always say, like, name something what it is, like, rappers that mumble and don't have any lyricism shouldn't be calling their music rap, they should call it something else, make it their own genre. And then, you know, right. and I, I feel like that about a lot of artistic things. So you look at journalism, there is a responsibility there and a, and a level of professionalism that not many people uphold. And I, and I like to think that we report things that people want to hear about, need to hear about, 
You know, we don't really do so much to the clickbait stuff. I mean, that's the thing you do if you want to drive a lot of traffic and just get nice vanity metrics. But, you know, like anybody could be like, 10 things you won't believe that celebrities did or blah, blah, you know, all those kind of shitty clickbait things. Yeah, anyone could do that. But when you talk about the issues that are kind of going unspoken about, but people are thinking about, you know, I think that's that's journalism. And, um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I look at the, you know, physical newspapers. I think they still have a place because we've become kind of accustomed to getting our news for free. But the quality of news has dropped, you know, dramatically. And then the, what little good news you find is all coming from, like, the same handful of sources. Because no one's getting paid to do the work because no one feels they should pay for information. So it's just an interesting thing to think about because, you know... There is power. Content costs money to make. You know, there's a t- the time cost alone is huge. You know, then if you're doing research and really, you know, backing up what you're talking about, that's huge. And so I think it's something really important for us to to discuss and think about. You know, for, for our fellow podcasters, our fellow, you know, people, that, anyone that has a website, uh, that runs communities, you know, any kind of media outlets, content creators. I think it's really important insight there. Um, and you know, part of it is that. People don't have the dispensable, disposable income, rather, that they used to. But I think a big part of it is really the entitlement of, you know, every. why should I pay for that when I can get it for free? There's something to be uh-huh. said about paying for quality and, and you know, protecting these, these things that really serve us well and, 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 and are for the common good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, Ginger, to answer your question, it would be smart to do that. And like we were saying before, I think... Think with that. If they do do a um, a a yearly or monthly, it'd be like it would be like literally like five bucks a month, or say fifty bucks a year, you know, something of that sort, be to where they're going to make their money because people are going people that want video. Which, if you think about it, a lot of the podcasters that like to do. I mean, you guys see me here. I'm um, right now, but like a lot of of the podcasters, they want to have video so then they can interact and, and, and people can come live and actually see me talk and, you know, make the funny looking faces and all that stuff because they really want it. Now, would I, would I pay for it? Damn right. I would definitely pay five bucks a month or, you know, 50 bucks a year or something. I pay $60 for Xbox live. I pay $30 a, a year for, for EA access. I mean, there's just things that you're going to pay because you're going to use it. A lot keeping the rest free. I totally like what what they have now. Exactly what they have now. Keep that free, and then uh, you know, cam um, better. You know, they'll, they'll give you the option for better. You know, to have cam better audio uh, audio quality. Um, you know, something special with the chat rooms and stuff like that. Then they just charge a, a few dollars a, a month, and they're gonna make a shit ton of money. It's just how it, I mean, is they're going to yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing, though. Like, they're gonna definitely ease people into it because, again, it's it's an age of entitlement. We feel like everything should be free. I mean, like, I, I this month I've been dealing with several clients that you know the common theme has been, oh, I could get my my brother or I could get my uh, my uh, my cousin to do that for free. It's like, all right, good luck with that. You know, like people devalue things so much because you know things like Fiverr exists, or you could hire someone in India. You know, or you, you could find a free version. It's open source stuff everywhere, and that's great. But you know, if everything you're gonna was get what free, you pay for, and you're not paying yeah. shit, so you ain't gonna get nothing much good. And, and exactly, and and 
you know, not for nothing, but if everything was free, no one would have jobs. <laughs> there wouldn't be any way to pay anyone, you know? So eventually, right. you know, we have to let that weigh on our hearts and say, well, you know, I, this is something I really get a lot of use out of. Let me throw a donation. Let me throw a tip. Let me get the premium version, even though I don't really need it. You know? Well, if people would actually think like that in the first place, because you think about it, if people would actually, you know, and they see what we're doing with Geeky Antics and, and, and you say, you know, hey, you know, I really like this. But people don't think about what they can do. It's what can I get Yogi, and I'm going to use you because it's happened before. What can I get Yogi to do for free for me without me having to pay him? Oh, yeah. And it's, <laughs> I mean, guys, it. Oop, that lose you? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Man, he has his own family, and the 30 kids, you know, he's got to support those kids. You know, so it's it's something that, uh, you know, it, things are free, but only when we can make them free. We can't make them free if we're not getting any money at all. Yeah. And I hate to, I didn't, I don't want to use geeky antics as like a, you know, this is why, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not that. But it's with what, like with what Yogi said and, and, and every kid, like I met a kid the other day that he was riding down the middle of the road and I just kind of waited. Usually, you know, a year ago. I'd have honked and said, you know, get the f*** out of the way, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, now I'm I'm getting better to where I'm holding my tongue more and basically kind of giving it benefit of doubt, you know, hey, he's being a kid, you know, blah, 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 and then he's just kind of do it. Well, I stood back there for a few minutes. You know, I turned my turned my blinker on, you know, uh, where I was turning, and it was in my park, but I turned my blinker on, and he kind of looked back at me, and then he went the same way I did, stayed in the middle of the street. Okay, I'm slowly losing patience by this point <laughs> and slowly uh, starting to use profane words, only on myself. You know, like, I wish this kid would get the fuck out of the way, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, he looks back at me and smiles. Okay, I lost my shit. I rolled down my window, turned down my good song that I was listening to on the radio, and I said, get the fuck out of the way. And he happened to be just in, he happened to be in front of his mom and dad's house where his dad came out, you know, he was standing on the yard. He goes, what the f did you say to my son? I said, tell your son to get out of the fucking middle of the road. And he goes, oh wait, he was riding in the middle of the road. And all of a sudden he just jumped like, get your ass in the house, man. I'm so sorry, dude. Thank you for, for yelling at him for being in the road. I thought he was going to yell at me. Like, <laughs> like, oh crap. I gotta, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to go. I'm already in a hurry. I got to get side. I don't remember where I was going. And, and, and it was one of those days where if I was vlogging, I would have turned the camera around and it said, look at this dumb kid straight up. And just, I mean, but his dad was like, thank you. If you ever see him in the middle of the road again, cuss his ass out. I said, no, I'm just going to come talk to you because, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I, you know, I'm trying to be better. I have my times where the, um, what to say? Jimmy says, hi. Uh, there's only a few people that'll know that reference. Um, but it'll be to the point where, you know, people are not going to like me. I'm not trying to make everybody like me, but at the same time, I want to be agreeable with everybody. I want to, you know, there, you can disagree, but there's no point in, and argue just to argue. Yeah. My wife's over there, my wife's over there like, finally, he gets it. Um, but it's, it's, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with this. Anyway. Well, a little side note, I I'm getting a kick out of another guilty pleasure, and again, a reality TV show, it's a Survivor uh, season, I can't believe they're up to season 33, how's that even possible? But whatever, the, but uh, Millennials versus uh, Gen X, so I, this, this is fine, I, I, that just cracks me up on so many levels, uh, 
And of course, then the millennials are like all like hipsters and super entitled, and they all work like these like really weird jobs. Like one of the girls is like, "I play video games on YouTube." Like, of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> and then that's, that's not to knock that, but it's just like those are the people that are not really representing what we're doing very well because they're like bragging about it. Like, yeah, I got a really cool job, and you don't. Ha <laughs> ha. It's like, oh, God, stop. Stop it. <laughs> and really, you're not just getting paid for it to... No one's just getting paid to play video games on YouTube or Twitch. There's just, there's other stuff that comes with that and it, that drives me batty, too. Anyway, before I go off on a tangent, Obi, what do we have tonight on the show? <laughs> <laughs> tonight on the show, guys, we want to bore you with extra TV and fantasy football talk because you know we're going to do it. I hope you're not bored. I hope you kind of get engaged and ask, you know, ask yourself questions. Maybe you can comment below, yeah? And while we're talking, even if you say, commenting, you guys are boring as shit during this segment. What the hell? Don't do it again. Thanks for the comment. <laughs> say something to us, guys. We really want to know. Um, so the, the, the news, we have a little bit of light news tonight. Fall TV is off to an amazing start. I haven't seen not a damn thing. We're going to talk about new and old shows on our radar. Find out... In our WWBW and WWP, you know what? I hate this shit. We're going to talk about this segment we've been watching, what we've been playing. Did we mention Extra Life? Yep. You should join the cause, guys. It is for a great cause. Uh, we are playing. Uh, we are going to be doing the Extra Life campaign this year, and uh, we're going to be, uh, uh, you know, raising money for, of course, St. Jude's Children's Hospital, just because uh, we think, you know, the little guys need help too, so because they can't do it themselves. If you are listening live, come join everybody um, in the chat rooms over at allgames.com and twitch.tv forward slash right here on Twitch. Better yet, come join us on our new Discord server. The link is in chat, guys. Um, it is a permanent one, so you don't have to worry about that. By the way, if you're new to the show, welcome to the gang. Oh, yeah. What's the gang? The gang is Geeky Antics Network Global. The gang is what we lovingly call our community here at Geeky Antics. And that's hashtag Geeks Unite, hashtag Pottern Family that has no freaking relevance to anything we're talking about geeks-wise. Sure it does. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This show is about you guys. Yes, yes, I said it. I Yeah, it's about you. Awesome geeks, gamers, and content creators that we help give a voice to the little guy and bring out new things just to shake it up. If it's the same old thing every single time, it could get kind of boring. Mm-hmm. I'd get bored. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to tickle the proverbial pickle. <laughs> or that. Horseplay Live is where geeks come to play, and Yogi is weird. Yep. That's I try. Right. We are the flagship talk radio show for Geeky Index Network in collaboration with AllGames.com, Tangent Bound Network, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and more. Our show covers all the aspects of geek culture with a special focus on Indian strategy games, technologies, rants, issues geeks face, and of course, the community events we try to be a part of, aka Extra Life, or put on ourselves. Did I mention we rant a lot? Like, we'll just be talking about a subject and then one of us, literally one of us, one of the three, because we all do it. Blades, not so much, but one of the three will just pop off and be like, you know what? We're talking about ice cream. And... You know what? Goats, goats have really weird shaped hooves and just go off on it. So if we do that, guys, please, we're sorry. 
we just we have to. Sometimes we even talk about tabletop and retro gaming and food. Uh, that just because <laughs> why not cover more aspects of gaming? And who doesn't like talking about food? Come on, except our bowling partner tonight. <laughs> we, what? <laughs> our our bowling partners got there right, and the uh, you guys it's the the team is take two. Okay, you guys know my name is James, and Fifi's is Melissa. Well, our teammates' names are James and Melissa. So it's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's actually on one of those, uh, uh, in like a, you know, like a weight loss boot camp. And the first prize for this is like, it's like five grand. Like it's really cool. It's, it, it motivates, get them to get back in shape, lose weight, do what they want to do so they can actually live a healthier life. Well, she was on like a protein bar and like almonds or something tonight. And I had chicken, like the chicken strips with fries and cheese and, you know, honey, golden honey barbecue sauce. And, mm. and then Fifi had a, um, what did you have? You had a, she had a club sandwich with fries. And then her husband, flat, not Fifi's, but the other Melissa's <laughs> husband, uh, had like a huge, like pretzel burger, you know, oh mushroom God. and Swiss pretzel burger with fries. And oh. we ate, every one of us ate it in front of her. And she was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Straight oh up. It was, it was funny. It was funny. Yogi, let let go a bit. Let everybody know a little bit more about the show, man. Uh, goat tongues feel weird. Just a little. All right, all right. Good try, good try. Even though I said goat, so you could have used a freaking cow tongue or something. You had to they, say they, goat. They feel weird too. But I was bringing it back to what you said about goats. So how do they feel weird? I mean, uh, you really should have a goat you, lick you. But <laughs> do you know? Like, where, like, where are you having a goat lick you? I mean, why does it feel? <laughs> that's a that's for another discussion. But folks, we're live in a cut. We're a late night show. We're uh, mostly unsegmented, unscripted. Uh, but you know, uh, except for my parts. Yeah, because Obi needs a little structure, or else he gets a little flustered and starts punching babies, and that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> wait, no, I don't punch babies. <laughs> you have to think about it. You're like, wait, wait. You're like, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't punch babies. <laughs> Wait, a lot of stories. Yeah, you know, at least got to be one. So people wonder, like they ask, you know, why do you call it horseplay? Why, you know, why isn't it the geek culture show or gaming and other crap? Yeah, like, yeah those would be good titles, but it's horseplay. Those names were taken, actually. So. They probably were taken, uh, at least at the time. But most of those podcasts, you know, let's just be honest. Most uh, about ninety-five percent of the podcasts don't last long. We've we stood the, t- the test of time, so there's something to be said well, for that. You do remember who thought of that name, right? We, we, we both kind of landed on horseplay. Um, I believe that we didn't land on anything. Who came up we with landed it? on horseplay. We we landed on horseplay live because Miss Fifi Law thought of the name horseplay live, and we're like both, oh yeah, that sounds really great. So she said I just want to put that out she there. She said horseplay. We added the live afterwards. Live, come on, horseplay is you. Can, <laughs> Ah, see, I remember it distinctly. She did, she did come up with it because we were but saying shenanigans. Think about it, man. We were saying, play. well, yeah, but I'm saying we were saying shenanigans. We were saying some other stuff, like silly stuff. We were like, that doesn't really roll. And then she was like, horseplay. And they're like, less. That's it. They're exactly. Like, she thought of it. So you know, but the, the long that story just to illustrate that we just have fun. That's what, that's really what it's all about. And you know, it's it's, it's a team effort. 
it's a community driven thing. See, Fifi came hey, out. Hey, will you just will and... you just let me earn my goddamn brownie points and shut it and just keep going? I did. I said she did, and and, and she helped us. Uh, it, it stuck. Oh. It, it, it's a beautiful thing because I I can't picture us being anything else. Now, sadly, there is another horseplay out there, but like it's like by some guys in like Scotland, but it's not even related. It's not even active. Like I, I found that out after the fact. Like I don't know where they came out of. Cause initially, when we searched, there was nothing out there. But it was like a like a music group called Horseplay, and then there's like there was like a podcast. But they're they're all dead. They don't count. We're we're the the real Horseplay, like the real Ghostbusters. <laughs> huh. Do you want to argue with me about like, who came up with the name? No, I told Obi. I already said he. I said he came up with it. He's oh, being, he didn't come up with it. I said you came up I with came it. I came up with it. Oh, yeah, okay. he's being a butthead though. <laughs> That's horrible. All right, I'll forgive it. I don't have to go crazy on you or anything. No, no, you don't. <laughs> you can't handle it. What, what, the fuck is that? what the hell am I not hearing? <laughs> <laughs> Obi's gonna feel left out. BFT that makes me nervous. What makes you nervous? That, that makes me nervous when I'm listening to you and I don't have any way of hearing what's actually being said on the other end. Oh, we were totally and, plotting. Like. She was just like, you can't handle it. I hope he can't handle shit because, uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't make me, I'm going to have to kill Yogi now, damn it. <sighs> <laughs> oh, boy. BFT also Tables wants to make sure. laughing his ass off right now. B- BFT also wants to know that horseplay is also a, a, a line of, of horse porn. That is very important. We do get a lot of love from uh, the, the furries. And uh, people into the bestiality and the, and the bronies too. I mean, we got a very diverse audience. Uh, I gotta say, not that we condone those things, but you know, you know, we don't judge. Just doing your spare time, behind closed doors, not long, long, no, no one's hurt in the process. Why not? Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Don't forget, nerds. Horseplay Live is every Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific, 4 a.m. GMT on Twitch channels Geeky Antics and Simulcasted over on channel yogizilla okay for those that are feeling left out nerds geeks <laughs> yeah okay sorry and bronies i i know that i know the geeks are like oh i'm not a nerd i'm a geek well you're an ass you know well yeah blah. anyway there is a distinction i'll accept either one though but we do simulcast it over on yogizilla like i said uh but that's for those that don't that don't that are watching on mobile or that just have really crappy connections just because you know the thing of you guys too you know Horsefly is also available earlier on Thursdays at about 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the network that started the G4 TV All Games Radio Network, allgames.com. Now, that's uh, that's going to be last week, last week's Horseplay Live Replay. Um, Horseplay Live Replay, because we've had to put live in there. Um, uh, <laughs> basically, today's show at 5 p.m. was last week, so this show will be next week at 5, if you did miss anything of, of this show, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, technically, it's just mm-hmm. horseplay replay because it's not live. This is the live show that you can join. But you said, show. but you said we stuck that live in there. Be, that's part of the name. It so is. I'm using for this it, show right part now. Of the name. But horseplay replay horseplay, is its own, own horseplay live replay. Horse, you said live is part of the name. Horseplay replay is right the, is the spinoff that we put on all games. It's the post production. Repeat, you know, it's just, it's, the brand is important, and I, we can't call it horseplay live because not live. 
You know that we have to make the distinction for all games because a uh, majority of the shows are live. So when they, when they it plays there, people are like, "Is this live?" No, it's a replay, so it's in the name. See, I think about all this stuff. <laughs> okay, well, you need to be more. You know, you need to think about what you're saying because you said the name of this podcast is Horseplay Live. So it is. Therefore, when you go off and do a replay, it's Horseplay Live replay. Now people don't know how to read or actually see the 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 thing. I mean, that's just yeah, that's how it is. But I I wrote it for you verbatim. Like I put it for your uh, italics. Horseplay replay. Then it rolls I know, better. Dude, you, I know you're you, you're being the butt. He just not let it roll, bro. Yeah. So you have do you have an OB on the pony moment? I I hear you have a rant tonight. <laughs> I do have an OB on the pony moment. Okay, now you guys know I am not. I love everybody or I hate everybody. It's, e- it's either or. Okay. I don't, I'm not racist myself and I don't condone it. Um, I just, there's no point in it. But the one thing that I cannot stand is just because I have, and I'll put this in context for everybody just because they're like, what the hell are you talking about? I have friends all over the place, different races, different ethnic groups, different religions, di- everything. Okay. I have black friends, I have Mexican friends, I have Puerto Rican friends, I have white friends, I have Australian friends, I have Jewish friends, I have every kind of friend. We happened to be, uh, me and a couple of my black friends, we were going out and uh, we were just walking through the store and we were in the, um, I think the produce section and all of a sudden we hear a, a, a guy, just some, for somebody behind us, yep, they're going towards the watermelon. Wait, what? What? And we turned around, or my buddy turned around, and he goes, what did you say? And he walked off. We knew what he said, but I don't understand, okay? It, it, it honestly pisses me the fuck off when just because they are Mexican or just because they are black or just because they are Chinese, just because whatever, they like certain things. You stereotypical bastards need to shut the hell up and actually think and use your brain, okay? Because guess what? I am one of the whitest people that you will ever see me in your life. And if you see me, I could blind you. <laughs> I'm Seamus White, okay? And I love fried chicken. I love watermelon. I love Kool-Aid. I love chitlins. I love collard greens. I love pig feet. I love, all, I love the, everything they love. It's because it's good damn food. Stop stereotyping people just because you think you know what they are just because of what color they are or what race they are. That shit doesn't matter. God damn it, guys. I apologize for that word. <laughs> but damn, dude, guys, come on. There's no point in it. Well, just because just because Yogi's Puerto Rican, does that mean he can make a good taco, huh? What the hell? I'm, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Like, or, or, you know what I mean. Like, just because, like, I have Mexican friends, just because they're Mexican, they know how to make tacos. That's not true. Just saying. It's not true. Word. But uh, chill out on the stereotypical bullshit that you guys are all putting up there. And I'm not, I'm not pointing at one person or another. I could call this person out, but that's, that's kind of bad form, bad etiquette. I'm not going to do that. But damn, guys, chill out on that crap. Just because he is, I, I I have several, again, I have several friends, black friends, that cannot stand the taste of fried chicken, that hates the taste of hot sauce, that hates that, well, I, they, I don't know if they like it, but um, that don't drink Kool-Aid because it's got too much sugar in it, um, that, that hates greens because it's just, 
you know, if you don't, you know, for one, if you don't cook greens right, collard greens or mustard greens, they're very, very disgusting. Bitter. But if you cook them right, they're just good, man. A little bit of saltiness, a little bit of uh, uh, flavor, savory flavor, and it's just, yeah. And I got to call my friend and get some made. <laughs> Missy wants to throw up. But, but guys, <laughs> chill out on that stuff, guys. It just it doesn't make any sense. Honestly, the more people, and it was, it was another thing that it was on Facebook the other day. And, yes, it was on Facebook. That was my first problem. But I saw something scrolling down, oh, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, hashtag. And it going off, and I just wrote in there, I said, don't all lives matter? And, oh, my God, I got 40 comments within 10 minutes telling me that I was a racist bastard. Yeah, let's not even go down that road because that one is... <sighs> no, I'm going to go down that road because I don't understand. If it, if it, I mean, if you have information for me that it will help me understand, please help me. I don't understand the whole movement anyway. It, it doesn't white lives matter. Who gives a damn? Black lives matter. Who gives a damn? Mexican lives matter. Who gives a damn? Chinese, all lives matter. Yeah, all, I we've said that from the white, beginning. White, black, Chinese, whatever. It's not just one race. Because when you sit there and go black lives matter, that means you want segregation. That yep. means you want to make sure it's just one race. Okay, I don't understand that. And for those, I know, I know for a fact one of you people that put a comment on Facebook is going to listen to this podcast because you do every week. And I thank you. I, I still love you. You're, you're one of my friends, hon. I promise you. But it's it's not about me being racist. I'm not a racist person. I hate every. I usually tell everybody, I hate you all equally. Well, the assumption that you're racist because you're white and you question Black Lives Matter, it is in itself racist. Which is the irony of it all, and that, like I said, I don't. But it's I said, not. How I said, is it being racist? Like they're like, oh, you're being racist, and you don't even know it. Be, no, because okay. it's because if you don't agree, it's my mentality. If you don't agree with it, then you're the bad guy. So it's like, hey, you have but to it, like Obama because he's a black president. If you don't, you're racist. You know, Obama's no. I don't like Obama because he's a bitch. Yeah, but straight it, up, it's all you not know. because he's black. Because I thought George, I thought George Bush was a bitch too. We gonna get Katrina. They're probably affiliated with fucking Al Qaeda, right? <laughs> right. He said that shit on on air. Uh, he was an idiot, but I mean, okay. I don't care who the president. If I think you're an idiot, I think you're a fucking idiot. Hillary Clinton, not because she's, and I'm gonna get called sexist for this. Fucking idiot. Donald Trump, man. Okay, Miss Fifi said, fucking idiot. Okay. <laughs> I'm not necessarily now. I don't think he. The reason I don't think he's a fucking idiot to me is because he is a savvy businessman. He is at a point in uh, the life of business that 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 I want to be in. You know what I mean? It's well, it's the being where... being a savvy business person is not the same as being the good leader. The other thing right, that people and... don't talk about with Donald Trump, he borrowed most of the money to get started from his his father. He's not a self-made rich person. Unless people get wrong, he had a lot of help along the way. In fact, he's in massive debt, which is why he does all the publicity stunts and all that stuff. Uh, a lot of the stuff, a lot of his development projects are mm -hmm. built basically on equity. He doesn't have. He's not cash. Uh, he's not li liquid. Um, I can't think of the, word, the exact word, but he doesn't actually have the cash well, what people think he has. His liquidity no, he doesn't have. He, he he has the assets. Like he he is not he is not cash heavy. Like he can't you know he's not like that. 
but you got to also how much of his own money did he put to the campaign so far? Oh yeah, you know. I mean, uh, you know, I think it was. I don't know if it was Forbes or if it was one of the other. I know I was looking at it, but you're looking at uh, before now. Okay. So that, that, um, that's the notification that someone just uh, followed us. Ice 12. See, now you get to hear it, Obi, when people follow us. Cool. Thanks for the follow. Um, <laughs> he's, he's under to the point where he's put over $35 million of his own money into this. And that's from a credible source. I'm not just pulling it out of my ass. It's, it's, it's from a credible source that he's actually pulled that much money off. So, uh, yes, he's in debt. But all his, all his money is in his assets. He can go off and sell one of his build, his buildings for... $30 million and have it all back if he wanted to, but it's the revenue that's him, that's making him that $5 million a year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, a, there's more to it, too. Than, uh, that, that's not someone... Not talking about putting our country in more debt. That's not someone I all would right. uh, want to model my, uh, my life or business decisions after. He's not a good role model, not a good leader. I'm not saying I want to model my life for business decisions after. I'm going to say you are. I'm just saying in general, some, uh, I find him Some of the cool. things that he does business, I think, is genius. Yes, I know he didn't start with he's not a self-made billionaire. Okay? Even even Mr. O. Microsoft himself is not a self-made billionaire because he got money from his dad when he started all this shit. Yes, he did create a lot of this. And by creating this, he made a lots of money very, very quickly. But guess who lent him the money to to put those patents in, to put those stuff in that he needed to have hundreds or thousands of dollars? His dad. I don't think there's really one one person in the world that is a self-made money man. I mean, there are a few. They they got their start from somewhere. Yeah, we all we all have help, but uh. I think we should move on to the news before we go off on any mm. more rants there. <laughs> we do. And now, it's time for the obligatory news and rants. Ding! That was, that was pretty good. I like that. Do you like that echo? Yeah. It, it tickled my ear, my ear holes. I thought you'd like it. I, very, I have to listen pleased. to it yet. So, uh, we're going to try to go through these quickly. Some of them are rant-worthy. Then maybe we'll talk briefly about uh, some deals, fantasy football, some TV, and that's probably all we have time for tonight. We got a lot of rants today, <laughs> but that's good. That's part of the fun. So first, well, we first headline. I don't know if you guys saw this on the Facebook page, uh, on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Geeky Antics. Make sure you, you uh, like and uh, subscribe to our news notifications so they come up in your feed. But Japan's population... It's apparently in danger due to a greater number of single people and virgins than ever. Or at least in the past, uh, I think they said the past 40, 50 years. What, the, the people are not interested in having children, they're, they're virgins, they're, they're happy being single, and it's just an overall trend. And um, I had a, uh, they also reported this over on uh, the All Games uh, Facebook uh, community hub. And... Uh, you know, people say, well, it's, a, it's based on a survey, and people lie on surveys. Yeah, but no matter how much people lie, it still shows a cultural difference. Like, here in the States, we're all about, you know, it's collecting things and acting like we're a big deal. So it's all about, you know, sex and violence, you know, and rock and roll kind of thing, you know, and, or, or hip-hop if you're more that kind of person. But people, people, most people in the United States brag about how often they got laid or when the last time they got laid, you know. And in Japan, it's pretty much the opposite. Like, 
I have Japanese friends that are single and they're in their 40s, 50s, 60s and they're perfectly happy with it. You know, and it doesn't bother them. And I even try to hook them up and they're like, nah, I'm good. Like, that's just their mindset somewhere else. And uh, it, it is a cultural difference. It's not a stereotype. It's not generalizing. But there, there is an important thing to note there with the cultural differences. So just check out the articles. It was on the Washington Post that uh, we, we, we saw it reported. Um, in fact, the, govern- the Japanese government is actually creating incentives for people to have children. <laughs> Uh, which is interesting. I almost feel like I should do that here, have an incentive for not having children, because some people have no business having kids. I'm sorry. <clears throat> There's just some ghetto people that just, they just want that tax break, or and they can't afford it, and it becomes a taxpayer's burden. And, you know, I don't want to sound grammy. Children are a blessing, but there's just some people that just have no business raising children because they they just put them in front of a TV and ignore them and let them do whatever they want. That's not, that's not parenting. I'm sorry. That's going on autopilot. That's another rant, though. So anyway, check out the, check out the article. It's very interesting. I, I'm always intrigued by Japanese culture. And uh, it's just really interesting how, uh, you know, a culture that we are so connected with and so into is so starkly different from our own. Uh, as modern as they are, you know, in so many aspects, they still have very conservative um, aspects in their, in their, in their culture. Some very interesting discussions to be had there, I think. Uh, Apple fans are still uh, taking pot shots at Android uh, due to the recent Samsung Galaxy Note 7 recall. You know, the, all the memes are out, exploding phones, people, have, you know, faces, you know, the, they had what was it, all these different harm still turned into memes. And, ah, funny. But people really like, they really react to this, like, you get, don't buy Samsung. Oh, don't buy Android headphones. They come. You know what? I'm just I rather phone face to face. Dude, I I I know I know. Fifi loves her iPhone. Uh, she loves her iPad. Um, I mean, I'm gonna end up getting. We're gonna end up getting her a uh, a MacBook. So then, like all her, because the reason she likes it. From what I know, like the reason she likes it is like everything is no matter what device she's on, it's all in the same exact spot. It's all Apple. I mean, I know you can do that with some of your your other stuff with your like an Android and then a tablet and stuff like that. But Apple, it just makes it so much better. Now, am I ever going to get I mean, I tried the i6s when it first came out. um, uh, uh, And I think I had it for three weeks, two weeks. No, I'm sorry. Three days. (laughs) And I went and took it back. And so since I was under the 14-day return policy, I basically gave it back to him, traded I mean, it was brand new, so I didn't, nothing happened. And I traded it back to him, and I said, I want this one. And then I, that's when I got my, my new HTC. But I, it's not that HTC is just better in my – well, it is better in my eyes, but, like, it's not that point at all. It's like I just – I've tried Apple. Um, I, I've tried to – you know, that's the reason I don't want an iPad. I, I want a Microsoft tablet because uh, I just, Apple is just not for me. And that's just some people. Like I said, she loves it. I know plenty of other people that I know, you know, Syndicate. If you guys know Syndicate from, from England, he he goes by Apple 124 7. 120, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> and that's what, he, that's what he does is actual, that's what you guys see all his vlogs are on, are done by an Apple. And it just, you know he he you know um but it's just some people like it some people don't i will never get one again i know yogi will never get one again i don't know fatal are you uh 
Are you uh, pro Apple or? No, no, no. Don't don't like Apple. I'm just not a fan. Yeah, I you know my big two big problems with Apple is that they're overpriced products and that they lie to their customers. Now, what they do well is they make a product that's very simple to use and functional and stylish out of the box, and that's fine. But the the trade-off is that you lose freedom with that, the freedom to think for yourself and the freedom to have options. That's really the reality. This is why the term jailbreak, jailbreaking your phone, was coined on an Apple device, not an Android device. Because you have to jailbreak it in order to really enjoy it, if you want full control of the device. Now, you, never, you didn't really start hearing that until, until iPhones really became big. Like, I'm going to jailbreak it. Like, well, what's the point? Just get an Android. <laughs> like, but, you know, anyway. So, you know, I, I don't want to belittle uh, Apple people, but they generally, most Apple people I know, my, my personal fr- friends and family, they're folks that don't like messing with technology. They don't like being overwhelmed with options. They want something simple. They're not very tech savvy. They don't like going under the hood. They just want something that works and does what they want it to do. You know, it's not that you can't do it on a PC or an Android or whatever, but they like the, the ease of use of Apple. And it's been like that for a while. That's why people in music business and, you know, people that do videos still use Apple computers. Not because they're better at it. It's just because they can't figure out anything else. <laughs> That's just a simple fact. But anyway, enough app, my Apple rant. You know, I, I honestly, I as much as I love Android, I, I still miss, I, I still have times when I actually le- legit miss my BlackBerry. But uh, BlackBerry didn't step up their game. If BlackBerry stuck to making devices, and then maybe they had like an Android backend, that would have been the perfect device for me. Yeah, well, someday in the alternate future, alternate reality, I'm sure that's a thing. So anyway, the, the studio behind uh, Advance Wars, which was one of my favorite mobile. Slash handheld games of all time. Uh, the studio's called Intelligent Systems, I believe. They're too busy with the Fire Emblem franchise and whatever else they're doing these days. So, there's a company. Ooh, Tiger Claw, thanks for the host. Appreciate that, buddy. So, they, they, they've been busy, and it looks like Advanced Wars may never come back. So, there's a two-man team, based out of Japan, if I'm not mistaken, that's spearheading an independent spiritual successor called Tiny Metal. And there's a playable demo for it. It looks very promising. Uh, it took a lot of the things from Advanced Wars, but it has like more polish and it's 3D. But it still had that little cartoony feel to it. Um, I'm really excited about this. But of course, again, back to the age of entitlement, people are just shitting all over this. They're like, oh, it's, they have a Kickstarter. Uh, I never heard of these two guys. Uh, you know, and, and, I'm, and I'm just sitting there like, isn't that the point of Kickstarter? To like, for people that are starting from square one to be able to fund a project because a, a angel investor or a, a venture capital firm is not going to invest in you if you don't have a proven track record or some kind of credentials but that, but then you go to kickstart you go to crowdfunding that's the whole point so that, uh, it just burns me up the way the stupid things people just spew from their mouth so anyway it was even funnier they say that i never heard of these guys well They've worked on projects like Professor Layden versus Phoenix Wright, Secret of Mana, and, some, and a bunch of other stuff. So they're not like complete noobs either. So it's like, why? Like, if, you're pledging what five, ten bucks on average for a Kickstarter? It's not gonna kill you. And if everybody does that through collective economics, people have a chance to make their dreams come true. Like, it's not, it's not this is a big deal. So 
even if it's this, this game not on your radar, it's just there's a very interesting lesson here about the general stupidity of people. And it's like people will say, "Oh, I'll wait for this to launch." Well, it may not launch because you're you're too cheap. And, you know, meanwhile you're drinking your you know seven dollar cup of coffee, you know, and wearing your three hundred dollar pairs of sneakers, <laughs> you know. Like, well, I'm not gonna put any money on a Kickstarter, but I'm not gonna really hurt these guys. Like, stop it. Anyway, did I lose you guys completely with my rant? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You guys so quiet, that was creepy. I was checking no, the sound. I'm gonna let you talk, man. No, I was checking the sound levels and my connection status. I'm like, am I st- is this thing still on? I'll have to tap it. You know. Uh, did you guys catch the season finale of Ro- Mr. Robot? Anybody? No, I didn't. They no, no spoilers. No spoilers. I will. I will not spoil it. But holy crap, man! I mean, I kind of like. I I speculated in my head like there's there's a few ways they could really wrap this up this season to make us go oh shit, and they definitely did one of those things. But still, when it happens, you're like wow. But what was really co- what was an extra nice treat is that. After the season finale, Mr. Robot, they had a advanced screening of the new show on USA called Falling Water, which is so fucking weird. It's brilliant. Um, and it was commercial free. That's coming in October. October 15th, I think. And I think it's going to take over the slot that Mr. Robot was in. And which is, was that Tuesday? Wednesday? Wednesday, I believe. And they also were showing teasers from the the anime to a- live action film translation uh ghost in the shell starring uh scarlett johansson's bottom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay yeah yeah see nah that got your attention they had like three different teasers and it, it looks pretty intriguing i mean people are like oh it doesn't look like it's true to the cartoon blah blah but how bad can it be scarlett johansson's in it i mean all right, I know some people said Lucy was really bad, but still, I, I'm, I'm I'm partial to her. Like, she's nice eye candy, so I don't know. It could be a movie of her of her just eating an apple and, and farting the whole time, and, I, and I'd probably watch it. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't. That's nasty. <laughs> no, banana and queefing? That's even better. But that, that works. Which, by the way, one of my favorite movies with her, going back to the whole Japanese theme we've been having tonight, uh, uh, like, that was not a... Uh, on purpose either, but it just worked out of that way. But uh, Lost in Translation, I love that movie. Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson? Oh man. Can't go wrong. Alright. <laughs> uh, let's see. Firewatch for Xbox One has been delayed until the end of the month. Uh, I think the specific date is September 30th. But only in Europe, Australia, and New Zealand. Everybody else has a game. I, I found this this is interesting that it was appeared in so many news feeds and so many media outlets because I'm like, is this news? But I, I brought it up though because it doesn't seem like the kind of game that people are really cl- clamoring for, is it? Now I know this game is a critical darling. I'm looking at it and I'm like it does have a really cool art style. So people a lot of people were calling it kind of like that new deal FDR style kind of artwork. Kind of on the cusp of what you would see in like a Bioshock game. And I see that. It's definitely a good-looking game. But I don't know. I, I, the more I look at these walking simulators and these interactive movies, I'm like, is this really what people want? Or are we just that bored? <laughs> like, ah, I don't know. I guess I'm more discerning with my taste. But uh, it looks cool, you know. 
in in a in a make believe world where I have an endless supply of disposable income, I, you know, I'd buy games like this and play it for a few minutes and then ignore it, never play it again, and not feel bad about it. But in the real world, uh, surpass. <laughs> At least for me, too many too many great games to play right now as it is. So I don't know. That's just me. Some quick deals for cheap bastards. Assassin's Creed uh, Chronicles China is available on Xbox Live Games with Gold, along with Earthlock, which I talked about last episode, episode 144, of Play Live, and Mirror's Edge, which is an Xbox 360 backwards compatible title. We talked about uh, Halo Forge, the, the free bundle that's on Windows 10. It basically lets you play all the maps and all the custom modes and also create custom maps, the custom modes, and, but, and, and do multiplayer only, but there's no single player option. So it's, I'm like, Basically, you may think there, you know, you can't do pain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. So, Sana Obi, you know, you know what to do with this part. I no, I don't, because I'm not even paying attention. Oh my goodness. <sighs> Quickie. <laughs> Fantasy football week three. Picking up where we left off last week. Let's go through some trends, players, narratives. <clears throat> yeah, we seem developing over the last over over week three. I can say right now, uh, before I go any further, uh, Blades' week three is looking pretty dismal, and my week three <laughs> is looking pretty dismal. Like I'm getting people like suspended left and right. Homeboy's getting hurt. Like I'm, uh, we're gonna run out of. Like I'm glad this is a small league this year because we're gonna run out of players. There is a lot more depth. And in that wave of wire that people realize. Oh, yeah. So, that's one thing. Nope. The waiver, dude, I already told everybody, like, the waivers for this league, there is none. You just make the trade. If you can make the trade and put him back in your spot. Now, I do want to give her props. I want to give her fucking huge prop. Flabber Abbers, the, the <laughs> Abby, she still does not have a quarterback in, and she almost beat me. <laughs> I tweeted like, her too. I tweeted her too. I was like, I was like, hey, put your quarterback in. Um, and then of course, Kills is playing T. Tyler instead of Cam Newton, which is just crazy. Oh my goodness! I'll let, I'll let Fatal start this because. Uh, well, by the way, if, right if, now, so. if you guys, this might be a recurring thing. We might even spin this off into a mini podcast. If you want more insights from a, you know, more casual perspective, if you know, I listen to the fantasy football, I listen to the Audible, I listen to RotoWire, all those podcasts, and they're fantastic. But they're usually like really hardcore. I mean, they're talking about playing in leagues where they're like each transaction is costing you like five dollars to fifty dollars. Like I'm like, yeah, not at that level, buddy boy. That's too much. <laughs> but you know, it's still great insight. So you know, if you want some of our more accessible information you can you know ask us questions at, at geeky antics uh use the hashtag the gang or hashtag fantasy football and then tag one of mm-hmm. us you know let's get this you know let's jump into existing conversations email us mail at geekyantics.net we'll theory craft with you because you know we're not pretending to be experts but that's part of the fun is just speculating it's kind of like the same stuff we do with uh wwe is like again like even though this isn't much about the drama. There are narratives there. Like, you look at these game scripts and you're like, there's a story there. Like, what happened there? You know? Uh, well, I, you're <laughs> not an expert, but we, we kind of consider ourselves experts in wrestling. Just saying. 
spot. I'm, I'm I, saying. For I'm you. just putting it out there for me. I don't know how he feels, <laughs> but I'm sure, pretty sure he's going to tell you yes, 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 yes. I don't know. The only thing this week I felt is screw Adrian Peterson. So, uh, yeah. The lowest amount of points I think I could have expected. Well, uh, Adrian Peterson's, uh, this is what, his ninth season or something already? He's like 33 or something. So he's okay. kind of, no, I, I'm saying like, that the talent's there, but it's like one of those unfortunate things. Like the NFL is a young man's league. It's not like MLB where you can really push the limit and still have those huge games, right? And and I hate it, but I I, I and this is we might as well jump into it. You know, we ha- just kind of going through a quick list here of overhyped, overvalued, undervalued, or just right. And Adrian Peterson on paper is uh you know top five running back, right? But I think this year he's going to be more around number 20, you know, overall. Uh, that's if he even plays because he can't stay healthy. <laughs> yeah. And I hate to say it because, I mean, this is like a phenomenal play. Like, when you see him just do his thing, like, there's no one like AP. Uh, not even Marshawn Lynch was able to do the things that AP has done on the ground. And he can make catches, too, you know. So it's a shame. Uh, I, th- I think this is like, it's just like, uh, another player I like, Antonio Gates. I, I know it's a different position, but, you know, uh, he's getting in, in, in the older, you know, he's NFL old, and, uh, he, you know, he's close to retiring. Uh, there's not really the incentive for him to have those really blowout games, because, like, I think at this point, it, they're not in a contract year, they're not looking to work to play for much longer. So, you know, I look at those kind of players, and I'm like, that really should impact their value. Like really, for Antonio Gates, like you know, he 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 he's not up for renewal. He's got he said he's uh his contract is up. I think it's 2018, 2019. I don't think he's gonna be playing past that. He's a great player. He still has the upside. He still has the big games, but he's not the Antonio Gates we knew. And I think Adrian Peterson's kind of running the same thing. Um, some of the more younger talent out there, Stefan Diggs. This is the second year, right? He was a rookie last year, right? Anybody know uh Ravens? Sam Bradford's main target. Anybody? No? Okay, good to talk. Stefan Diggs, I'm going to say, is, is still kind of undervalued, and I expect big things from him. Um, but uh, some people are going to be selling high on him because he's had some, well, especially week two, he had a huge game. Antonio Brown was disappointing, but he's still, you know, top five overall in any, in any format. Uh, but, man, he killed me last week. Like, he had, like, five points in, like, just about any format. Like, wow. This is that guy that usually does 20, 30 points a week. <laughs> I, I do want to say before we, you know, before we get too much into this, uh, it is uh, Onyx Titans versus Geeky Antics PP Touchers this week, which is me versus Yogi, guys. So. Oh, yeah, let me check that. I, I think we had some games tonight as I dropped shit on my, on my desk. I'm going uh, to check the score. Actually, I don't think, I any, I don't think I, either one of us had a player that played tonight. Let's check the game um, center. No, I don't. I have Sunday and Monday. And then you have Sunday and Monday too, so you got three. You got two people on Sunday or on, on Monday, and I have one. You're um, you're projected to win. I am projected to win. I'm scared of. I'm scared on your team. I'm scared of Freeman, Devontae Freeman, because I know he's had some underwhelming games, but he, I still think he's mm-hmm. still one of the best running backs of our time. And if they give him the workload and he's feeling it, 
that dude is scary. The problem is they kind of have a committee approach right now at the Falcons, and and they also kind of seem to be leaning a little more heavily on the passing game, especially getting uh, their tight end, mm-hmm. Jacob Tab- uh, Tammy, more involved, which I, I anticipate his value is going to go up. Um, right. Well, and, and I have uh, – um, a second. Um, I have uh, with uh, Matt Stafford, too. I took out Russell Wilson last week. And I'm glad he did. Russell Wilson only come up with like 11 points. Matt Stafford had 29. So I'm like, I'm sorry. I know people, we all hate the Lions, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, that is my favorite team still. And I got to pick him up, and like, he's been working for me. They've lost. Uh, they're 1-1. One one, but they, they're, they, I mean, actually, they're 0-2, actually. Um, they lost against one one point last week. But it's just, he's been working. Greg Olson's been working for me. Jay Matthews has been working for me. Um, the only person that I'm getting, I'm very, very skeptical on even keeping, uh, is my kicker from Seattle. Like homeboy is scheduled to get like 12 to 15 points every single week. Two. Week one. Five. Week two. See, Russell now, Wilson is one of those guys that on paper, I'm like, that's sexy. But I don't know what's going on with the Seahawks. But on the field, he is shit. I just want to put that out there. I think it's not really him, though. Like, watching those 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 replays, I think it's his offensive line. They're not giving him enough time to do those p- big plays that he's known to do. There's something that's not jiving there because they have the talent, but it's like, I don't know, they're out of sync, something. It's weird, man. Like, this is not the Seahawks team we've grown accustomed to in the past couple of seasons. So, And I know they don't have Marshawn right. Lynch, but that shouldn't be as big of a factor. And he's talking well, about they... he, he's still talking about maybe coming back, so... <laughs> Yep. I don't know. I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of uh leery about you know changing my lineup right now. I mean I changed a couple people. Um like I, I who did I change out? I think I changed out A Robinson uh for I think uh Floyd um because basically Baltimore gives up has given up the the least amount of or third least amount of passing. Yeah. And Buffalo has given up the third most. So you know why not trade it in for a week and see how it does me? But it it's it's it'll be a it'll be an interesting week. Um um, and then I know Flabber Abbers is actually playing our top dog, and I'm gonna say our top dog because he he has a super strong team. Uh, he's playing there. She's playing Dragon, uh, with uh, Rumple Stomp, and then Kills Bills is actually gonna be playing Blades, which Blades Blades is up on him fourteen to nine. And Flabber Abers has already got almost 15 points. Like it's, <laughs> she gets crazy points, and it's got her. It's got her to basically after 1:32 o'clock. It has her starting to lose and never catching back up. Yeah, she's sitting on so much good talent. It's killing me. <laughs> well, she doesn't have it. Like I mean, and I'm and I and, and we know you, we love you, Abby. We do. Um, but like no quarterback slot. Um. I mean, uh, you have uh, Marshall from New Jersey uh, didn't hasn't practiced in uh, almost a week. Um, I mean, it's just, and then she's got Andy Dalton on the bench. She's got Drew Brees on the Brent bench. She traded um, for Drew. She traded Cam Newton for Drew Brees, which the that that's actually a one to one trade. I that is a good cool. trade, but but, but neither she sat of them. <laughs> both no, listen, both of them. Kills and Abby's have they have have Drew Brees and have uh, Cam Newton on the bench. So like neither like like 
kills barely squuck out, uh, stuck out and beat me. Like it was like one fourteen point nine to one thirteen point eight or some shit. I mean, I barely lost. Um, two and zero. Not after this week. Sorry, bro. I am calling you out, dude. There is one thing I'm probably going to change, but I'm not going to tell you yet. So got a couple of days yet. Mm-hmm. Who? <laughs> yay. Nay. I've got to say yay, actually. I, I like Eli. At least fantasy-wise, okay? Like actual football, and that's a whole other thing. But fantasy football-wise, I think he's he's a good standard. Very uh, very workhorse. I like the workhorse players. Most leagues. And you know what? Right now, the top five uh, fantasy quarterbacks in a lot of formats. So, suck it. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers you know, has been disappointing. What do you guys think about year and A on him going forward? He could come back. I think I think Aaron Rodgers could come back. But it's been nay so I, far. I'm going to go <laughs> nay. I say yay going forward, but nay, like, the past couple of weeks has been like, wow. By the way, Yogi, I do have one quick question. Yeah. Do you know who has Manning in our uh, in, in our league? We I actually I think I saw him. No, 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 no. That's in another league. The uh, I don't know who has him. Wait, don't you have Manning? I do. What a coinky dink! Didn't he suck the last two weeks? Uh, actually, he's been all right, like considering. But this week, I expect him to put up good numbers. So I'm 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 looking to take down take down kills with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at that. This could be the week where you uh, bounce back because uh, Kills as long has as my players can stay healthy. Like I have a couple of do not practice or did not practice limited practices. I've got guys who have been on injury. Of course, I picked up Tom Brady as a reserve after week five when the suspension goes up. Yeah, he's so. a good stash, definitely. Uh, oh, you, see, you got Gronkowski too. God, you have a lot of freaking injuries. You got Dante Moncrief. Oof. Yeah, dude. Dude, your whole team is like in in the freaking uh like hospital right now. It's yeah, crazy. my my bench is all just like they're talking to each other in the intensive care ward of what the hell happened. <laughs> That's what happened to my first two weeks. Oh, but you got the injuries and damages. But you got uh Demarco Murray. That's a good one. And you got freaking uh. C.J. Anderson. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you're good at you're you're good at running. What's gonna kill uh kills? You should have this one because he's got Todd Gurley, who I um, I want to be a better player than he has been, but he's just not getting the 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 work that he needs to to really do things. And Dude, Randall if he had Cobb, Cam Newton in, I I hate to say it, I'm pretty sure I'd lose this week. He said he kept. Well, he is. He's sitting Cam Newton for Taylor, who's got the matchup against Arizona. Like, that's uh, just bad pool. Bad pool. Well, let me tell you, the Bills, as shitty as they've been, they're going to be one of those teams that's going to cause major upsets. Because they have talent if they get their shit together. But, like, you know. But, but I like them stronger yeah. for their running game than their passing game right now. That's true. But, like, you know, I don't know. Their backfield's a little suspect. I think they're going to be more to, in the, more in the air because I like them a lot when they had, like, C.J. Spiller. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's you know, I think they, they're struggling a little bit. There, something's got to give. But they're gonna they're gonna surprise people. I, I I just have this feeling it's gonna be one of those things. Like you lost to the Bills, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb is gonna give you the win more than likely. Great player, but you know you have Aaron Rodgers that's struggling. He's passing the ball a lot more. Like 
the thing is, like, it's almost like the Saints offense where everyone's getting involved, but not effectively. Because, like, James Starks got targets. And I'm like, really? He's still playing for them? <laughs> uh, and Randall Cobb got, like, one target maybe, I think. I, it was the last Packers game was really weird. So I think he got this game on lock. Anyway, let's continue with the list. Uh, so we, t- we, t- we talked about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. How about Dwayne Allen? Tight end. Indiana. Anybody? Yeah, nay? I'm, I'm, I'm going to nay that. I don't know. I'm going to yeah because uh, there's not much really? depth on T T uh, T position and tight end. And I think he still has the upside to justify him. Now, if you have, I don't know, what, really, there's not really many standout players. I mean, I think uh, I'd put uh, Jacob Tammy, uh, Greg Olsen, uh, just Jason Witten, right? Uh... Oh, Kelsey. Kelsey would definitely go ahead of him. But who else would, like, really a tight end? Who else would really warrant starting job on fantasy? Oh, uh, Pitta. Pitta's a tight end, isn't he? Uh, Dennis Pitta? Sure, maybe. Yeah, so there's, a, this, there's not that much, not that many options on tight end. And I think if you could pick up uh, Dwayne Allen off the waiver wire, he's a really good stash, really good bye week play, maybe even a, a flex play in PPR. So don't sleep on him. Will Fuller, yeah or nay? Fuller? Don't judge it off the night's play because that was pretty disappointing. <laughs> he scored like <laughs> seven, eight points in most leagues, sadly. Mm-hmm. I'm about to say as a nay. <laughs> I mean, if, if he's if he's de-escalating hard now, there's no way I'm going to be like, oh, that seems dumb. I think it's a fluke tonight, but uh, the Texans, they tend to be really pass-heavy. So I, 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 any team that's going to pass the ball around a lot and then you have a primary target, that's always a good play in my book, especially if you're playing from behind most of the time. You're going to pass. So I, I, I think you want to at least stash Fuller. Special where? This is a tricky one because Jamal Charles is supposed – some people are saying he's starting this week, but even if he does, they're going to probably like ease him into the role. I, I, I freaking – I jumped the gun and I uh, gave up where in, a, in one of my leagues, but I'm stashing him wherever else I can. I don't know. I like him a lot. He's got a lot of talent. He can make catches and run the ball well. So yeah, yeah, and yeah, I've been somewhere. I'm gonna go yay. I... I'm gonna stick with nay on that. Really? Okay. I, I'm really? a yay. I think he's actually gonna be more consistent than Jamal Charles. Charles right now. We'll see. Uh, Dak Prescott. Anybody? Uh, yay. I say yay, too. I like him better than Tony Romo right now. I will absolutely agree there. Des Bryant is a firm nay from me. I think he's overhyped, and I just, I don't know. I don't see the big hype. I don't think he's going to have the upside people think he will. What about you, Hulong? Mm. He's got talent. I'm not, that's one I'm not ready to give up on, honestly. He's got Probably the talent. Should, but... He's had some drops though, and they're not using him effectively. I feel like, like they're talking about like giving him shorter routes, easier routes to run. Like they're trying to, like they're saying they got. We might see him stronger come like playoff time or like heading into mid to late season. He might be a good mid pickup, like a mid season. I think Des's Bryant, uh, Des's uh, price right now is higher than what he's worth. Like if you get him on the cheap, like I don't know, trade a. Uh, Maybe trade a Fuller for him. Then I, that, sure. 
But like, if if this was a, a guy that you spent like a early round pick, like you know round five or earlier, I I feel sorry for you. <laughs> I just don't. I don't see it. Now he is good for a certain minimal amount of points. I think he's good for at least eight points a week. But like that upside isn't really there right now. I still see it. He's not gonna have those explosive twenty, thirty point games like some of these other receivers are gonna have in uh, PPR. The Gronk, Rob Gronkowski, Gronkowski. This is a hard name for me. Your name? Nay. I I really because he's on my team. I want to say yay, and I want him to not you know quit getting hurt. But damn, dude, he has just been the most disappointing draft I've had so far, other than Adrian Peterson. Well, he's still the number one TE out there. Problem is that he can't stay healthy. That's the sad part. And and this is one of those sad things where like he was really high on the ADP, but that's a player you should have like gotten in like round four at the earliest because tight ends are not used as often, and then he has health issues. His value is too high for what he is. But uh, you definitely want to stash him if you have him. I wouldn't give him up. He's a beast. The funny thing, like see, like. Two seasons ago, I picked him up, and he was like a sleeper. No one even had him on his radar. And I just had a gut feeling. I said, this Rob Gronkowski guy, I have a good feeling about it. I picked him up, and he ended up being a freaking superstar. Now he can't stay healthy. <laughs> so hold, hang on to that one. You'll, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get it, man. You'll get, you'll get use out of him. You're a dick. No, Gronk is awesome. I just want to put that out there. You're kind of a dick. Like, Hang in there, pal. You're going to get it. I'm hoping. I'm actually going to hold on to him just because he's Gronkowski. Like, uh, but at the same time, if I don't see something by probably midseason, I, I'm going to expect to drop him or trade him. Now, if you want to trade, I mean, we could talk, you know, come midseason. I mean, honestly, even at face value, people will trade. He'll still sell pretty high, even though he has under production. Yeah. Like, we, we have the space to stash him, so... That might be a good trade, yeah. Um, so a similar tale, and someone that used to be on the same team I with Gronk, mm-hmm. Danny Woodhead. Where do you say Obi? I can't. What what extra space are we talking about here? Like, cause we got pretty decently, like they're not super deep benches, but we got extra space to wiggle to play with. And yeah, and we have the IR slot. So if someone gets injured, you can put them in that slot, and we'll take up a bench spot. I don't even see the IR spot. Like, I don't. Are you on a mobile app or a website? A website. I think on a website it won't show unless you actually have someone that's in on IR as actually be injured reserve. Not questionable. Which that's another thing that confuses people is like questionable. They got rid of the probable status because pretty much probable meant they were going to play. So now everything's questionable. Even if all they do is have like a, if all they have is like a bad itch. Right. Well, it's to the point where you have to basically, um, with so many people getting hurt, so many people kind of, you know, they didn't practice, and then, you know, you got, uh, you know, limited practice, and then did not practice at all. Like, you have to, you actually have to actually wait till Sunday at about 11.30 to change them, to change your roster up. Yeah, they, Because, like, uh, I, honestly, I think, I mean, I really think D'Angelo Williams will do something this week. Devontae Freeman, I have both of those guys. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I also have Jeremy Langford. From Chicago, mm. which has been averaging like 19 points a, a week. It's like, do I want to put him in or do I want to, you know, I'm just, it's kind of the point where it's telling me not to play D'Angelo Williams 
and put, um, I think, uh, Latavius Murray from Oakland and put him in. But he's like, even projections, it says, uh, you know, Williams is going to get more than him. I mean, I just, it, it, it weirds me out a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just kind of, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's tricky. And I think the rule, the hard rule, is that the players have to be declared. What is it? Is it a half hour or an hour before game time for kickoff? Um, it's at game time. Get- so as long as as long as it's at, because game time is twelve oh five. No, but game time decision doesn't literally mean at kickoff. They have to like declare like a half hour. Oh yeah, declare like you you basically hit submit, and that's the last time you can hit it is twelve o'clock. Um, that that'll be by uh, that's that's an hour before it's eleven o'clock, eleven o'clock Eastern time. They're terrible. Uh, you go well, yeah, though that too, but um, ESPN. Um, actually has like like contracts with the different teams to make sure that they're the first to know. Like as soon as something happens, you post it to them like immediately. Well, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the Twitter feed, but I'm also watching fantasy football at eleven o'clock too on 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 Fox. So I, I I'm watching the fantasy because that's like most of my. Like when I when I if I'm gonna change somebody out or add a player or drop a player or doing whatever, like it's it's at eleven o'clock on Sunday, because um, mostly because unless I have a Thursday game, then I'm watching pretty close to that actual team's Twitter. But for the most part, it's it's all about I just watch the ESPN because they basically break it down for you at eleven o'clock on. Give me one second. Um, at at eleven o'clock on uh, on Sunday. They'll actually come up and, and put in there, um, you know, they'll actually have the fantasy football hour. You know, if you're playing a game, this is what, you know, if you have this guy and you and he's not on, he's on your bench, you're going to want to play him because, you know, he, instead of the third wide receiver on a team, he got bumped up to number two. Well, you know, yeah. the third wide receiver is the slot receiver, and that's only when there's three wide receivers on the team or on the field. 90% of all of... <laughs> Every Miami, team, Miami's going with the three the three receiver set. Are they doing that a lot now? But I'm saying like like uh, I believe so. I think they have they have a they're they're playing slot. Um, but you think about ninety nine percent of the teams they all I mean a hundred percent of the teams at least have two wide receivers on the field. Yeah, you know one or two if it's a pass run or whatever. There's always two wide receivers on the field. Well, you know. ESPN might say, hey, this guy got bumped up from three to two, so expect him to play more. You know, if he's a, a, a 10 point guy and he's kind of just kind of on your roster to have that extra running back with that extra wide receiver, um, you know, he'll be able to, you know, you'll be able to switch him out real quick and then, you know, maybe get a few extra points. So the, the, the league that we're going to be starting, I know, what did I say? It was October. I have a note when? here. You said, uh, October 15th. I think it was. I think. October fifteenth, week right? Week six ish. Week six is going to be the number one. The the and this is something that me and Yogi are going to get together, and we're actually going to talk about you know prior to doing this. Um, we should do dual quarterback. That's fun as fuck. To have both quarterbacks in at once. Two, yeah, two quarterbacks. I'm doing yeah, that yeah. one of my leagues, and it's, no, we'll, it's hilarious. We'll talk about it now. For for I what I want to say before because we're we're going to get into a little bit more discussion. But what I want to say is, if anybody wants to play. 
you got to let us know. We're um, we're actually going to be, if I can get time with Yogi, I know he's a busy guy and I've been busier than crap um, this last couple weeks with the organization and everything, but with if when we get together this week we'll actually have a definitive decision on what we're you know what we're going to do and we'll maybe go over it next horse play um you know on what the league is going to be it's going to be i want 16 teams guys so 16 people i don't care if you're already in a Oof. league yogi's in 3 so he's going to try to do more. it <laughs> well well he's going to well yogi will try um i know i don't know if i've convinced blades or not to actually uh, play with us, but I think he's gonna try, and then I know Dragon will, and I know Kill said he wanted to do it. So uh, I don't, I haven't talked to Abby lately, so I don't know if she wants to. But uh, we're gonna have, we got, we got at least four people right now. So if you guys want to, we definitely want sixteen teams. That's four teams per division for four divisions. Top two make it to the playoffs, and so on. Well, at least ten, twelve. I think that's a good number. Sixteen okay, is really 12, hard to do. 12, 12 minimum. Really, 12 minimum, because I really want, you know, we got two divisions right now, and there's only six teams, so there's only three of us. So basically, uh, I think I have it set up for the top two to make it for the playoffs, but I mean, that's, you know, it's all good. But this is the first, this is the first year of the TSE League, so that, that it'll be actually bigger next year, so, and basically it'll be taking the spot of the new one that we're starting. So we'll only have one, or I'll only have one, and then I'll be, I'll be actually, Providing I can get the message from Yogi, it was my fault probably, but providing I get it, I'll be doing well with him with Geeky Antics too. So, but anyway, Yogi, next topic. So, Danny Woodhead, out for the season. I'm still really big on him. Shame that he's out. I'm going to miss him. So, you guys are big uh-huh. on, the, on him? Yay, nay? Uh, Woodhead? Mm. <laughs> if you have to think about it, it's I'm a nay. <laughs> I'm going to say nay because it's just, it's one of those things where I'm, I really didn't like him in the beginning. Uh, just because of his uh, his attitude and and what he brought to the table, um, I mean, hit, what he brought to the table was good. I mean, he knew what he knew his position, knew what he what he was doing, but it just the attitude really threw me off. Pass catching running back, though. I mean, a lot of these people are not no boy scouts. A lot of these guys are sh- have shitty attitudes. I mean, but mm-hmm. for fantasy purposes, uh, he's he's great. Brendan Marshall, yeah or nay? I don't know. I gotta What'd say, say? I think say? <laughs> yay, yay for Brandon Marshall. I want to say yay because I love the guy and I see him do some amazing stuff. But I, I have a feeling again he's another one of those guys that's great on paper, but not going to really deliver what we'd hope for him. Mm. And it might be part of big part of it might be the team he's on, but we shall see. Willie Sneed, Saints. I have no idea who he is. One of the many targets in, uh, in New Orleans. Or New Orleans, if you prefer. See, and that that in itself would be a nay for me. <laughs> but the difference with this one is that he's actually being consistently uh, targeted. Uh, last week he did uh, 24 points for me. That's not too bad. Or was nice. it 30? Something like that. So Willie Sneed, uh, still available in a lot of leagues. I know uh, I, I've said before, avoid Saints players because Drew Brees spreads the ball around a lot. But uh, this is one of the players on the office I will trust. He's a preferred target. His chemistry there. We were talking about Adrian Peterson. Peterson, uh, Aaron Foster, another disappointment. I think the talent's still there, but man, I, he just can't stay healthy. He's got a bad toe, rusty knee, ball, yeah. ball cheese. I mean, Jesus, I don't know. He's not, not getting performances. It's, I mean, <laughs> dude, I don't think he's broken eight points so far. And I, and it's such a stark contrast from what he was. In his rookie year, like he was a beast. 
Like, it it's makes you wonder. rookie year. Let's look what he was doing, you know, one or two seasons ago. Yeah, I mean. Rumble, dude. Even Rumble. Even half of that would, I'd be happy with. But I, I, I'm fortunate I don't own him in any leagues, but I still would feel like I would want to stash him just because I know the player he can be. And I can't get away from that narrative. Like a red blunt. blunt. Uh, I was, I was going to fuck up his name. Yeah, or nay on him. Don't even know who he is. Patriots? Uh, nope, no clue. I'd, I'd say yay for Laguerre Blunt. He could, I mean... I'd say yay, yeah. too. Strong offense. It's close. It's close, honestly. I, I could go either direction with it, but I, I'll, give him, I'll give him the yay. The guy that I like better that's still on waiver wires as well is Giovanni Bernard. I think he has more upside. And he's looking good making those those catches as well. So anytime a, a running back can also be a target in the air, I'm all for it. So I, I, I'm yay with Giovanni Bernard, even if his team isn't that great. <laughs> uh, nothing from you guys? No? No? No, no, no. I mean, I pretty much, like like I said, it, it, he's right on that edge, dude. Like Because the problem is I could have the greatest player on earth. But if I don't have a good enough team to let him showcase his talent, to take the, take the risk, he's on gonna him. fall short. It'll yeah. hurt his number. It'll hurt his numbers. Yeah, that's true. Well, how about D'Angelo Williams, uh, Obi's boy? I say, I gotta say yeah on him. I would like to own him. Oh, I can't wait for Obi to chime in on D'Angelo Williams. What? The, 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 the silence will say D'Angelo Williams, homie. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> how about Lamar Miller? Wait, what did you guys say about D'Angelo Williams? I said yay. Good, because he's on my team, and I hope he whoops your ass this week. And this week I say nay on him, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just this week. I'm starting to say nay on him this week, too, because I'm looking at a lot of his practice stuff, and they're talking like he might not even play. Well, see, that's another thing that's really weird this year. I got I, Jeremy Langford, and I got Latavius Murray, so... Latavius Murray's good, too, and that's a tough but one. But he's playing Tennessee, and Tennessee... Uh, has given up the fewest points to a running back in fantasy yeah. football. So I might have to play uh, Jeremy Langford versus Dallas. So I don't know. Because Dallas defense, their offense is something, <laughs> sort of. Um, <laughs> but Dallas defense is just terrible. That's all I got to say about uh, it. Dallas is pretty all I got to say about that. Prettier this year. But, yeah. Anyway. How about Lamar Miller? Yay or nay? Nay. I'm yay. Gonna, I'm going to say gonna yay, yay on him. I'm going to say yay on him. Partly because I own him in a few leagues. <laughs> Last one I have listed here is Jordy Nelson. Packers. He's back, he's back from a, bit, a long injury, a little break. Yeah, he's, he's looking he's good. A. Really? Yeah, just because he, you know, Packers and I'm a Bears fan, so he can bite me. Oh. I'm going to hurt me the best season ever. <laughs> he's looking yeah, good I'm gonna out go, there, I'm going to go nay, too. I'm going to go nay, too. All right, all right, all just right. because of I just when somebody comes back from an injury, I'm always skeptical. Well, he's been back for a couple um, of weeks and he's doing really well. Yeah, we'll he's, see. He's looking good, man. He's definitely the ahead. the feature receiver over there in in the Packers. All right, so there's been a lot of injuries. Let's go through them real quick. Uh, these are ones that make us cry the most. Keenan Allen, you know, Jamal Charles is still nursing his injury. I don't know how if he's going to be 100 percent when he finally plays. Uh, Garoppolo. Great quarterback, but, you know, Danny Woodhead. Chris Ivory, when is he coming back? Aaron Foster on and off. 
Gronkowski. We talked about Rashad Jennings on the Giants. My Giants, my New York team. Ah, what's up, man? What's going on? Stay healthy, please. But it, there's some good options still in the Giants if, you know, with, uh, with Jennings uh, hurt. Adrian Peterson. I mean, the list goes on and on. It just seems like everybody's made on a gingerbread, especially now with this designation of questionable being used more often. It's like all you see is cues all over the place. And it's kind of scary, even though you know that those cues could just be the probables and they're likely, they're like, you know, pretty much 99% guaranteed to play. Uh, some value pickups we recommend. Tyrell Williams, San Diego Chargers, still a lot of potential there. I know, uh, what's his name? Benjamin is still the main target there, but they have a lot of options there. And, uh, Phillip Rivers, man, he's been spreading the ball around a lot and, and effectively. And, uh, that seems looking good, even with, with, uh, with Keenan Allen out, even with now Woodhead out, they're still doing things, man. So I think Tyrell Williams is going to have increased value as their uh, their options wind down a bit. Um, and they signed a new player, didn't they? they didn't the, the Chargers sign Dexter McCluster? They're going to do like a committee approach with uh, Melvin Gordon. Is that the case? Uh, something, something like that I was, re- was really up on. So... Chargers are going to be a, a team to watch, man. They're, they're a big surprise this year. And I've always been a fan, but uh, especially this year, I think people are underestimating how uh, how effective they'll be for, for fans and also for fantasy, definitely for fantasy. Uh, another value pickup uh, on uh, the uh, these Giants, right? Yeah, Shane, Shane Vereen. Not, not that many people ra- uh, radars, but he's good for at least, you know, six to eight points if you're in a pinch worth picking up. And I have a feeling his workload's going to increase, so... That's another thing to think about, especially with Jennings not staying healthy. Uh, Brad probably not up Sanford for a while. His friend, he broke records on his debut quarterback. He was the first, like, he was playing with the was, but his quarterback's debut team, do X, whatever it was. I mean, amazing. He looked there. So, Sam Bradford, if you don't have him on your radar, you should have him on your radar. It's the same. Some other value pickups, Matt Jones, Mike Wallace, Dennis Pita, Julian Edelman uh, is, for some reason, on, on waiver wires in some leagues. Stoney Shepard, same thing, kind of weird. Um, now, some I know we got to start wrapping up, but some sell-high prospects. These are people that might be reaching their peak, and you might want to get rid of them now before their value drops. Uh, one of my picks is Willie Sneed. I love him. But again, it's like one of those risky things. If you don't, you know, if you don't have a better option, hold on to him. But again, like uh, I think Fader was kind of uh, re- referring, you know, kind of alluding to, is, uh, you can't trust the Saints players because Drew Brees uh, spreads the ball so much, which is part of the reason it's infuriating owning, you know, some of the players. And then like Mark Ingram, like yeah, if he gets the ball, he'll be great. But if he gets the ball, that's the problem. Yeah, uh, big if. Dak, uh, Dak Prescott with uh, Tony Romo coming back soon. Probably tend to sell him off high while he still has some games left. Um, but again, you know, there's always a risk with these things. But if you could get a, a really nice stud or a two-for-one trade, might be worth it. Another one, I know you'll love this one because you hate the Packers. Eddie Lacy, get rid of him. I, I, I'm stashing him in, like, one league because I, 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 I kind of have to. But it's like they don't really use him. He's a great He's great at running. When Once he picks up steam with a, with a rush, like... There's no stopping him, but, like, the Packers don't seem to want to really use him as much, so I don't know what the deal is there. The offense is weird. Randall Cobb, similar story. 
Brandon Marshall, again, I don't know. I say this with reservations, but I think it might be time to sell him high while you still can. Maybe pick him up for a more reliable wide receiver to fill up a, a, a gap you have in another position. Devontae Parker, I want to believe the hype. He had a nice uh, week, or scoring around 19 points, fantasy points in a lot of leagues or more. But uh, I, I still have trouble trusting him. Same thing with like Mike Evans and Marcus Whedon. Are there any players you guys recommend that you know you you, you you don't trust enough to hold on to? Like the upside might be there, but you would rather have someone that's more reliable, like a Frank uh, Gore. Let's see. <laughs> it's tough, dude. Like, uh, not really. Like, well, a good option will be players that are filling in for a spot because someone's injured. Well, yeah, but that's just general, you know, general fantasy strategy. Yeah, sell oh, them high. Let's pick his reserve off the waiver, and yeah, you sell sell them high while they still have the hot hand. You you know you 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 make an educated guess that they're probably gonna start dipping off or they're gonna be replaced. The player that gets them gets a, a couple of games out of them, and you get uh, something you need. Everybody wins. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm uh, I don't know. No, I'm not gonna say it yet. Maybe if we review this at a future show, I'll. I'll bring it up, but don't don't want to give up on him yet. <laughs> you don't want to jinx this. You're not gonna you're not gonna speak it out loud. I got you. Not. I'm not even gonna throw it out into the ether. <laughs> well, uh, at NFL.com, they had some really cool um, kind of week three matchup reviews that I that I think are worth looking at. If you want a little more background there, um, it, was, it was interesting looking at the players that they had. At um, as like a flex, and just you know, before we wrap up, just quickly looking at who they have as a flex. Will Fuller they have as a flex. Uh, like a Red Blunt is a flex. Um, who else? Let's see. They got Michael Floyd. You talked to three defenses. Three defenses first three How's that working out for you? Absolutely. Auto play videos are the worst. See NFL, and I can't read your shit. Sorry you to hear that. But they have a, check it out. They have a, a few interesting. What's that? Was that you? Yeah, that was the stupid uh, autoplay video. I I thought I was I was like, damn, what am I? I'm watching like three YouTube videos right now. I'm like, damn it, which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> autoplay videos. Why do people still do this on websites? I wanted to read some of that stuff real quick. Go through who they recommended sitting, and uh, a lot of people Dude. we just talked about they 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 had an, as uh, as flex plays. Uh, so, uh-huh. and I think D'Angelo Williams was one of those people. They they don't feel confident in the starting position, but as a flex is okay. So this is interesting. Like good enough for flex, but not good in uh, the top two slots in any position. It always cracks me up because you know. I don't know. I'll have to talk since I'm not playing blades. Since I'm not playing blades this week, I'll actually talk to him and you know see what he thinks. <laughs> of course, I'm going to be you know. I'm going to be watching my ESPN and all that other stuff that I watch every week. So we'll figure it out, right? I mean, like me with me and you, I'm slated for like 118. You're slated for like 113. So it's going to be a really close week anyway. Yeah, that's, that's one thing. I don't really trust those projections. I mean, if you really want to look at numbers that are going to give you an accurate picture, like go by the Vegas over-under type numbers and all that shit because these guys, they, these, they're analysts. 
their analysts look at crazy things like weather conditions, favorite color, how people, how players tend to do when certain numbers are prevalent on the field, like weird shit like that. It's like they they, they have all these statistics and they break it down to a science. You know, there's so much money on the line. But even then, like sometimes you have to make a judgment call. Like you know, do you, do you look at the the player's talent, their potential upside, the the potential to be explosive? Do you play the matchup? Like there's a lot of variables, and sometimes you just make a judgment call. And you know, I, I think the way that I approach it is you go with the safe calls, the 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 tried and true players, the proven players. In in, in you know. If you if if it's a close game, but if you're projected to be really under behind the player, then you go for those riskier, you know, high upside plays because you have to kind of right. So that's kind of how I look at it. So and it just just a, a thing too, like uh, if you look at the positional depth, there's still a lot of depth in in quarterback, even the wide receiver, not tight end and running back. You know that that that's where it's a little. More slim uh, picking, and you may have to make a good trade for. But you know, most mm-hmm. most leagues you're only playing one tight end, so you're not really that hard pressed to do it anyway. And I am trading. I am. I am trading my quarterback. So if anybody wants him, you can have him. Oh, uh, okay. They, they give, me a a, flex, give me a flex pick for Russell Wilson, and you got it. They need a good trading block feature. Yeah, I hear Fatal needs a good quarterback. But <laughs> You guys are rough on Eli, but Eli is a top five quarterback in fantasy. I'm telling you, Matt yeah, Ryan, he Matt been Ryan, a top five this week. What? Matt Ryan's coming up too. I'm telling you, dude. I was looking at some of the free agents. Like Matt Ryan's the number one, and he's still a free agent. Like what the fuck? The only reason I haven't snagged them is because I just don't have the space to, to spare. Like if I drop somebody, I'm gonna end up feeling guilty about it because someone's gonna be like, "Ooh, a hundred dollars." How can you how how do you drop how do you drop a player that you can't drop? Oh, can't if it's on a get if it's a player on a can't drop list, you can't drop him. No. Then how do I get the fuck rid of him? For Russell Wilson? I don't want him. Like I want to drop him. Yeah. I tried to, and I he's on gotta, the not you can't drop list. You gotta trade him. Fuck. Away. Yep. Trade trade me for him, and then then you can have him for a backup or something behind your Eli. Well, make me an offer. I'm always willing to look at it. Yeah, I check. Well, it out. I I have like I have it's I think it's a top fifteen, top twenty, uh, quarterback that I just I really see that he's he's gonna do something like more than Russell Wilson's gonna. Well, do. don't forget about your your bye week either, though. Quarterbacks are still a, a big portion of your production. Oh yeah, but I have my starter in, so it's it's like I I have my starter in, so it's not like I have it's not somebody that's actually going to. Like Russell's my my secondary, but anyway, we got to get going here. Yes, we do. So good chat. Uh, again, uh, if you want to ask us and stuff in between the weeks, because you know Swab Thursday is not the most ideal time to talk fantasy football since a lot of games are already in progress or took place already. So um, you know, tweet us. You need to find us. Hit us up on Facebook. We're gonna try to post more stuff on our Facebook page and uh, keep the conversation going. Hey, who knows? Maybe we'll even make a fantasy football group if everybody gets involved. Definitely. Um, before we do cut out, though, I do want to make sure I give uh, shout-outs to at least one person. Um, while doing my vlogs and stuff, uh, there's a couple people that actually walk up to me and say, hey, uh, you're doing, you're a vlogger or you're a YouTuber, blah, blah, blah. And um, uh, I just want to, you know, want to give them a shout-out um, tonight. And it's basically Film Ingo. 
TV. Uh, F-I-L-M-T-I-N-G-O TV. Um, it's uh, Jordan, Quentin, and Matt. Um, and they they do like stunts and pranks type things, but like decent, like good pranks. Not like going up, you know, in downtown Compton saying, hey, what's up, my neighbor? Yeah, and that shit like that, like he's going to get shot. So um, then he's actually getting ready to start maybe like a vlogging channel, so we'll let you know. But go check them guys out. Flami- or it's um, say Flamingo. Filmingo TV. It's right here on YouTube or on there on YouTube. So go check him out. Uh, hopefully you guys, if you guys like him, let us know. Uh, let him know because, um, you know, he just started a YouTube channel. And then, uh, you know, of course, what person is not going to ask for a shout-out? Of course, right? And what do we do? We give shout-outs whenever we're asked just because the more the merrier, guys. You got more people that want to band together and do it. And I'm going to end up doing a collab with him here uh, uh, sometime before the end of the year. And we'll get that on YouTube and all that good stuff. So big shout-outs to those guys. <sighs> You guys can find I'll just end do mine. You guys can find me, of course, at Obi1X2, uh, TSC Obi1 Kenobi on YouTube, and of course on Twitter at TSC Obi1. Yeah. Fatal Humble, where can people find you, sir? Alright, so looking for me, you can find me uh, probably primarily streaming at twitch.tv forward slash FATL underscore blades. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at two locations, FATL Blades or TSE Blades. I'm going to be getting both of those up and active again. Um, other than that, all sorts of places. Sometimes I hang out, and I'm just kind of around. Uh, every now and again, the corner store. I don't know. You, you'll find me. If you're looking for me, you can find me. Word. Yogi, how about you? Where are you going to find you at, man? I'm Yogizilla everywhere. Uh, Xbox Live, Steam, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, all that good stuff. And uh, I'm getting back into uh, more into the Xbox stuff. Want to get more into that budget, more time to game and just relax and reconnect with everybody. Can't always stay on the grind. So if you want to play games, you know, let's connect. Let's do some stuff. We can talk more football or whatever. How about uh, Fall TV? A lot of good stuff coming out right now. Gotham. Oh, my God. Gotham. So good. Anyway. Now, if you guys have any of your own thoughts that you'd like to add from any of our topics on the show tonight, no matter what it is, my OB on the podium moment, fantasy football, or just something we didn't even talk about, let us know. You guys can leave us a voicemail um, uh, slash text 646-801-2149. That's 646-801-2149. And, um, or, and then we'll respond live. Now, you guys can also email us at mail at net. But for now, Horseplay Live is everywhere you listen to or download awesome podcasts, including allgames.com, Google Play Music to iTunes, Player FM, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. A lot of them, so we're everywhere. Please take out a few minutes, thumbs up, favorite, subscribe, and share. Even better, we love some comments, reviews, guys. You have no idea how it helps the channels and the network grow just from those comments and reviews. It's quick. It's easy. It really helps us out. Huge thanks to all those who have been promoting our content. We really appreciate it. You guys like eye candy? So do we. You guys can check us out on YouTube and a highlight on Twitch, youtube.com forward slash Antics, and right here on twitch.tv forward slash Antics for the highlight. But here on Geeky Antics Network, in collaboration with All Games Radio Network, we have tons of shows that we cover with a wide spectrum of topics. We can't possibly plug them all, so we're not going to try. But you guys can go find your favorite show at geekyantics.net forward slash schedule. And you can check out some of our, our flagship shows and our Twitch profile and aggregate feed over at geekyantics.net forward slash podcasts. 
Don't forget, guys, the intros and outros for Geeky Antics and Course Horseplay Live is brought to you royalty-free by TechnoX. That's Techno with a K, TechnoX.com. Go check him out. He's got thousands of uh, songs and, and, and remixes that he's, he's done himself, and you can use them for free, hence the royalty-free. <laughs> but for now, guys, we really appreciate you guys watching. If you guys are listening to us on allgames.com, the Dead Pixel Live Power Ranking Show is up, followed by Knuckleball Radio at Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to hang out in the chat room by clicking the live or the chat button. Now, our friends, remember, we say it every week, so we're going to keep reminding you, our friends at the B-Team Podcast, remember, they move to thir- Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on our unofficial sister network, All Games Radio Network. But as for us, guys, oh, yeah, don't forget, Thursdays at 9 as well, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here, actually not here, soon hopefully, but on Gaming Death on Twitch. Go check them out. That's Chris Gannon. Um, what's his partner's name? I forgot. Uh, Chris Caleb. and Caleb. Yes, Chris Gannon, Caleb, and Chris's uh, girlfriend slash wife slash partners, whatever she is. We love you, dear. Go check them right out on Gaming Death, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursdays. That's right before Horseplay Live. So that's that from us, guys. This is Obi-Wan-X2. Got my cohort, Yogizilla, and, of course, the third co-host, because he's not a guest anymore, Fatal Blades. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. You mean, you mean sucks, right? Play the music.
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.